Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. We've had a very special edition so far, and we're going to keep rolling with that. Tony, you want to catch us up on where we're at right now? All right. So, um... Last time we had the end of the group of our new, newly found adventurers got together, went to uh, went to a place called Aegis, and became agents of Aegis, and they've just gone off to their first mission. Uh, so we will open up. We uh, it is nighttime. There's snow on the ground. Uh, we see cobblestones. Um, Stretching, stretching down the street, there are uh, buildings on either side. There is a small pub. Uh, in the distance, there appears to be a large tower, a building with several towers. Um, it appears to be some sort of a wizard's college. Um, we see a uh, young man in his uh, 20s hurrying down the cobblestones, uh, leaving steps in the uh, light dusting of snow as he walks through, carrying several books. Um, each one appears to have a, a myriad of magical topics uh, written upon written upon it as the subjects. Um, in the distance, our uh, group spawns in this puff of blue smoke and a pleasant ding as they show up. Hello, we are. So, I'm pleased to announce that we have arrived. That was surprisingly pleasant. That was weird. So, well, it's always a pleasant ride. Uh, it never goes wrong. So, did we arrive at the right time, or do we arrive? Uh, let me check. She licks one pawn, holds it up, and then looks at a watch that you realize doesn't move. Oh yeah, we're uh, how out of character? How exactly on time? Oh, that hardly ever happens. We're exactly on time. So, this uh-huh. is just going to happen... She looks kind of wondrous around. In, in a few moments, yeah. Do you so, know where we've arrived? Do I know a, a location out of character? Yes. You have arrived in... The... He doesn't tell me these things. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the Kingdom of Halinar. You're in the capital city of Halinar. We are in the capital city of Halinar... Aren't we supposed to be near the Faldorn Academy? Is that that's that, the that's building? What the Wizard yeah. Academy this is building the over here with the towers is the uh, the College of Wizards. Okay. Um, as you are looking around, you happen to see a young man in his twenties, the one that was just being described, carrying books. Um, happens to peer around the books to the side, and you immediately recognize his face as this is Elbezer himself. Elbezer, as, as a young man. Well, we we found the dweeb. All right. Uh, now what do we do, Bill? Wondrous leader. Well, because we don't want to do anything that'll terribly upset the timeline, but. I said we get him. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so you, uh, as you see him walk down, he uh, he walks up, uh, sets down his sets, uh, walks up to a young woman, um, sets down his books, uh, kind of haphazardly in the snow, and fumbles around in his pockets uh, for something, and uh, he goes. Bell, I just I, I always wanted to, to tell you that how much I've always loved you and I and before he's able to finish she kind of stops him and says 
I don't want anything to hear from you, Elbezer. I don't want to see you again. You keep saying that you love me. You keep saying that you want me. But all you do is study your stupid books. You keep talking about how they're always going to bring you power. And I want nothing to do with you. Oh. And uh, if, if you loved me, you would spend your time with me. Ooh. Not simply down. give me things. And she simply turns and walks away. And he stands there, completely silent, in shock, saying nothing. And just stands there for probably a good few minutes. Um, saying nothing as the, the woman walks away. Does she walk towards the university? No, she walks in the opposite direction. Opposite, opposite direction. You guys are actually between him and the university, where you're at. Can um, he see us? He, he, I'm sure he could if he looked, but he seems to have his mind preoccupied with other things at the moment. Maybe we should stop like staring at him and kind of like talk to each other like we're supposed to be here. I'll walk up to him. Okay. Good sir, I overheard your conversation. You can't possibly let her go. He goes, she's made her decision. I, I know. I can make her love me. I know what I can do. And so he picks up his books, dusts the snow off of them, and, walk, and walks away into a nearby pub, sits down and starts reading. This is not going to end well. I don't know. Seems like most relationships. <laughs> <laughs> he should Ohio. bring her coffee. In Ohio. <laughs> In normal Midwestern towns. <laughs> and there goes our Ohio listeners. <laughs> Yes, everyone listening from Ohio and the greater Midwest. <laughs> we don't What's mean great it. Great about it. We, we don't mean it entirely. I mean, we're from the Midwest, so you know, we we, we we're allowed to insult our own people. <laughs> so, uh, if we bother him now, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna know something's up. Strange. How close are we? Do we think to the moment that these Hawthorne guys are gonna intervene? Um, it can vary. This is the exact time that we were supposed to be here, so they should be arriving soon-ish. Can I follow the girl? Yeah, you can start, start following after. I want to follow the girl, try to uh, intercept her. Okay. And, so, uh, Phil, Phil walks off from the rest of the group. Um, as Phil uh, gets probably, I don't know, Couple hundred feet away, um, you're getting close to her. You are at the point where you could probably shout at her, and you hear about three thuds behind you. Three thuds or thugs? Thuds, T H U D S. Okay. So are we on laying on the ground then? Is that what happened? No, we are not laying on the ground. <laughs> we all just fell over. Uh, no, you, no. You, you rookies have to learn to stay together. <laughs> Stop and those, and those together. took like uh, took them all out. <laughs> You, you, uh, it, that way you saw as three people leap off a nearby building. Uh, they're all like black clad. They just committed group suicide. No, <laughs> they leapt off a nearby building and landed with a thud before standing up and starting to stride towards the uh, the place where Albizer appears to be studying in, inside the building. So they're headed towards Albizer. I'm trying to intercept the girl. So now I have to choose: Do I go talk to the girl, or do I go intercept for Albizer? And let Albizer get killed by some horrible, terrible. I don't think death. they want him to die, do they? 
Oh, yes, the, yes, that that's, is that, that, that's that's their mission is because if they the uh, Hawthorne assume you know makes the assumption if he can kill him when he's young before he gains his power that he can prevent the sense of him rising to power and conquering the whole continent. The atrocities to follow. I think he just eliminate him. Ha ha ha. Okay. So, so do we see the three thugs? Yes, everyone sees them. All right. Uh, that looks like trouble. We should probably go take that out. Yep. So I'll, do you have weapons? I'll backtrack and go back towards the pub where Albizer was at. Okay. Um, are you planning on engaging these three? Uh, no, I'm going to try to enter into the tub ahead of them is what okay. I'm going to try to do. So, okay, so you're going to go there. How about uh, you? Um, I think uh, I will... Uh, uh, sit at the door to the pub as if I'm waiting for somebody to arrive. Okay. And Felix. I'm going to go around to this side, open the window, and take out my, uh, was it a crossbow or a full bow? Do, does bow. he have, he has, they have you their have a, normal You have weapons. a short bow, yeah. Yeah. My goal there to, is to intercept them if they try to enter the pub and uh, talk to them. Okay. Try to go in. Felix, what was your... I'm going around to the side, opening a window, and, and drawing my bow. Okay. And Anos. Um, I would be going with uh, to the front of the building. Okay. So. And in more of a helping capacity, I don't really have any weapons drawn because she doesn't really think about things like that. Those. So these three appear to be approaching the building. They they spot you guys at various points and. Kind of take note and look at each other with this odd complexion, and uh, or not complexion, odd uh, like look on their faces, and uh, suddenly you hear a loud sort of crack noise, slightly up and in the distance, um, and another figure appears on the roof, a hooded man in a uh, large robe wielding a staff. He holds up his staff, speaking uh, like arcane words of power, clutches a uh, small blue crystal, and then disappears again. Uh, those ones, those three that were approaching you, kind of convulse and twitch and fall to the ground, and the uh, skin on their faces seems to partially melt away, and they lay there motionless. Uh, can we check them to make sure they don't become undead? Sure. How do you do? How do you do that? That would be a heal check. A heal check. Well, at least to to assess if they're going to become undead. No, I don't have it. I could I could investigate that if you would like. That'd be awesome. Is the figure still around? No, the figure pretty much disappeared within the same round that he appeared. Okay. He appeared. Did this thing and then disappeared again. Is a 29 good enough? 29 is good enough to tell that they are absolutely coming back as undead. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! Um, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, we have a problem. They uh, are not quite dead. As he says that, an arm comes swinging and he barely misses his face. <laughs> They're not all dead. They're just mostly dead. Um, at this point, I would like everyone to go ahead and roll me initiative. I know it's just going to roll a d20. Sweet. 19. Okay. Okay. Felix? 16 on the roll, 20 total. Okay. Beldoth? 
four. In total? In total. Wow. <laughs> and Phil. Fifteen modified. You know, this arm came up, I was very startled. <laughs> Jump back like a cat. Oh wait, that's me. <laughs> You notice uh, Nose gets uh, distracted by things randomly. All right. Well, our first in the initiative count is Anos. Oh, good. <laughs> she gets distracted. She first. gets distracted. When did you? Uh-huh. When did you want me to uh, pull things out of bag? Are you going to initiate that? Oh, or you, you get to you get to initiate it. I just tell you what you pull out. Okay. Um, I'll pull something out of my bag. Let's start this off. Okay. So. See what I have in my bags, and she reaches over you with a paw and goes into one of the bags. She pulls out and it starts out coming out of the bag as a, a wooden haft, and uh, attached to the wooden haft appears to be a chain that's made of this sparkly, glittery material. And at the very end of the chain is what appears to be a dense cake with fruit in it. Is that fruit cake? Is it a fruit cake? Mace? <gasps> Engineering flail? has really yeah, flail, yeah. has fruit really outdone flail. themselves. This is very effective. <laughs> it's a fruit cake. That's fruit cake flail. That's fruit nutty. Fruit cake. <laughs> fruit cake. Set it on fire. There's probably enough food, right? right. No, that's piggy pudding. That's <laughs> no fruit cakes. They so, so, what, so what does Anna say when she pulls this out of her uh, bag? Is it food or a weapon? <laughs> Both. It's probably, a weapon. probably weapon because you don't want to eat fruitcake. It's a weapon. Weapon. <laughs> we are now copywriting that. <laughs> you heard it here, everybody. <laughs> Your first weapon of the evening. First weapon. And writing that down. I was raised on weapons. <laughs> All right, so that was your movement action to pull a weapon out of your bag. What's uh, what's next there, Anos? Um, can she wield? Or yeah, she probably can Is wield. She proficient the... with weapons. <laughs> <laughs> she's not really sure Is that an what exotic? she can do half of the time. Yeah, she's proficient with weapons. <laughs> She puts it and takes it into both of her paw hands. You're not sure exactly how she's wielding it, but she has a good grip on it. And she's, and she gets ready to. She stands on her back legs and gets ready to uh, attack okay. the first person that comes. Are they close enough to yeah, attack? There, there's one that you could easily charge. Do, do a partial charge up and attack. All right, let's do me roll. Yeah, go ahead and roll a d20. Just out of curiosity. Nine. Nine. So she rears up. Starts swinging it around, and the the the, the fruit cake at the end is a little bit heavier than she anticipates. So she kind of like gets a little off course, and uh, ends, up, ends up missing the uh, <laughs> the apparent zombie. I guess is what he looks like. So, are these guys prone since they were um, on the ground? Uh, yes, at the uh, until their turn, they are prone. Okay. Well, that was that was uh, unexpected. Felix. Alright, so I don't know. I would know a little bit about undead. Is an arrow even going to hurt them? 
Most likely. All right. I mean, it's it depends on the kind of undead. There, um, skeletons tend to be more resistant to them because yeah, they go between the bones. Yeah. Um, but zombies are uh, are usually you know vulnerable to piercing. Um, in order to use my sneaky cat, though, I had to be stealth. Sneaky cat. Sneaky cat. Sneaky um, cat. I was at the window sneaking. Can I still be sneaking when these things yes, happen? Yes, because since you're going before them in the initiative, they have not gotten a chance to react to your presence yet. All right. So I'm sneak attacking, shooting them. With an awesome 15. Okay, actually, that's good enough to hit him. You're kidding. That's awesome. All right. 1d6 plus 3d6. Just, by the way, we are playing first edition Pathfinder. I know that we haven't, didn't really go into the mechanics yet, but this uh, this is a first edition Pathfinder game. That's the system we're using here. So 10, 17... Plus that a three? No school like the old school. It's a no, that's a three. I'm sorry. Oh, right. I guess that would that's be like D and D. So twenty. Like twenty. All right. Um, Felix pulls back and hits one straight in the middle of the head, and while it was trying to get up, it goes back down and does not appear to get back up. Yeah! One shot, baby. One kill. <laughs> up next is Phil. I think Phil is going to start a bardic performance to inspire all of his allies. Okay. What song does Phil sing? I think... He's me, will you rock you? <laughs> I'm thinking more something... We can't do anything copyright now. Yeah, I'm thinking something more along the lines of... Uh, uh, God rest ye, ye merry gentle zombies. <laughs> Oh, Silent Night. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. All right. So everyone is inspired. What does your inspire competent or is it inspire courage? It is inspire. Uh, courage, I think, is what you said. Is courage? Yes. Inspire what, courage. What is what bonus does that give to everybody? It gives plus two on attack and damage rolls. Okay. And on fear and charm throw saving throws as well. Perfect. Gets a little jittery around the zombies. Yeah. I found those zombies so charming. They are charming. They're pretty charming. All right, Beldoth, you're up. Oh, wow, sweet. All right. Well, Beldoth is a dual wielder, so he will pull out both of his scimitars and attack the nearest one, since I'm assuming I'm right on top of them. You are on top of one of them, so yes. All right. Dirty. Yes, it is. I mean, they're like crispy and gross on the ground. All right, so. Uh, wow, that's incredibly bad. Um, I rolled That off. is a solid bunk that your dice prudent. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, this is, I, I rolled the other one because the other one was so bad. Uh, this would be a. Uh, oh, oh, well, 15. 15 will hit. For the first attack. Thank you for the bardic song, sir. <laughs> of course. Oh, right. Math for the win. Your damage on the first attack there? Uh, we've got an eight. Eight, all right. That after bonus? Oh, wait, no, wait, that's... um. Because plus he he has the damage as well. A damage. So do his, does he get plus two for each weapon? Correct. Plus two plus two for each attack and damage roll. And damage roll, so that'd be an additional four. So so that'd be... Four, four, no, he also gives a plus two. You're not hitting with both weapons at the same time. So you, when dueling, you do attack, attack, okay. attack, Thank you. attack. It's four, it's four attacks. Okay, gotcha. So it'd be 1d6 so, versus 2d6. So you, you rolled eight, so it'd be 1d6 plus five plus two. Okay. So overall 10, yes? Okay. All right, so your second attack. All right. Well, that one's a little bit better. Um, so 14, 9, 3, 23, 20. 
Yeah, 23 plus 25. 25. 25 will hit. I would think so. All right, and you said 1d6 plus 5. Okay. So that'd be 6, 7. 7. Okay. And then he's not dead yet? Undead. He is not dead. He's not, not, he, he is undead. He, All right. He's will... not un, undead. Ooh, I got to 20. Ooh, a natural 20? A uh, natural 20. Yeah, and in Pathfinder, you have to reroll to confirm the critical hit. Oh, dear. <laughs> you can do it. I can do it. No, you can't. <laughs> um, does a 7 plus 3 plus this 10. Does a 12 hit? 12 does not, so oh. you do not confirm. Did you add the 2? I did. <laughs> it was a 7. There's only so much we can do. There's only so much help there. All right. So, wow. Uh, Not rolling well there. Um, So, six plus... That's uh, eight there. And that finishes him off. All right. And uh, the other one is not in reach. Not in reach. So, I'll use the last... You can do a five-foot step. Okay. Five-foot step is a swift action. All right. So, at this point in time, um, suitably freaked out, uh, Elbezer... Leaves his books behind and makes a run for it. So he comes out of the pub. He's run runs out of the pub and slightly down the street. I mean, pa- he, past us, past you guys. He's uh, trying to flee to safety. All right, I will. Yeah. I'll follow. Can Can I try to grab a hold of him as he runs past? You may make an attack of opportunity. Yes. All right. Don't use your weapon. <laughs> so I just critical hit. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! So what would I use as my um, bonus for the your CMB if you're CMB. trying to just like trip him or okay. stop him or something? Like that. All right, is a looks CMB eight. Uh, that'd be sixteen plus eight, twenty-four. Twenty-four. What are you trying to do? Just grab a hold of him as he so grab him. him. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, you successfully grab him. All right. Uh, where do you think you're going? <laughs> just, pan- just panic screaming without really making any any sense. Okay. We still have the last one then? Uh, yep, there's still one more. So uh, we are now back to Anos. Mm. Is there any of the zombies alive still or there's, undead there's still? There's one remaining. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the zombie's turn. So that last okay. one stands up and he... Immediately turns and makes an attack against uh, Felix. Is the nearest one to him. Really, I'm 60 foot away. No, you said you were standing right in front of the. Uh, the other. The, oh yeah, the, I came around the corner. Yeah. that's right. And uh, does not is not very effective in his attack. He rolls a four <laughs> with his bonus of four. <laughs> <laughs> he successfully waves some really rotting air in Felix's face. Ew. Like All right. Well, since he, so that means he got closer to me. Yeah, he's he's within. You'd have to move a little bit to get to him, but you. Can. I will take a. I'm assuming a five foot step would get me in that. You can take a five foot step, yeah. Uh, a five foot step would get me in his range, and then I will swing away with the flail again. Let's see if I can roll better. Come on, weapon. Damn it, seven. All right. Seven overall is not a successful hit because his armor class is a little bit higher since he's not laying on the ground. This is what I get for using weapons. <laughs> All right, up next is Felix, who is standing face to face with this thing. Good thing I've got point blank shot. You do have point blank shot, but that just gives you a bonus to hit when you're in close range. 
it does not actually make, give you the ability to shoot in melee. So you can take a five foot step back. Yeah, I'll take a five foot step and shoot up. Uh, 16 plus 11 is 27 plus 2, 29. 29 hits. Okay. Uh, uh, that's 8, 10. 10 damage. All right. And up next is Phil. Is Phil close enough to attack? Uh, with a movement action, he can. Great. I can do that. In I, melee. I assume you're going melee? Yes. Okay. So he will use his plus two short sword to make an attack. Okay. It is a whopping... Wow, I can't believe that's... I, I didn't think the dice could go that high. Uh, that's a four. <laughs> <laughs> Plus seven, plus two, so 13. 13 is not a hit. That is unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So that was Phil's turn. We're back to Beldoth again. You currently have a person grappled at this point. So So I only have one hand free. Well, you cannot make attacks against other people if you're in a grapple. Mm. Mechanics for grapple. Um, so you can either release the grapple as a free action and then go off and attack the last zombie, or you can do something with Eldoth in your grapple. Uh, hmm. Let me think here. Can I uh, toss him over to um, Phil Connors or Felix to, to sure. hold on to him? It'd be essentially a reposition. You're essentially moving him over there next to Phil and tossing him over there. That would be a standard action. Okay. So that would go ahead and give me a CMB check. Okay. Uh, 20. 20 is a success. So you successfully toss him over to Phil. You okay. have a movement action left. Toss me. A movement action? action? Yes. Okay. Um... And I'm already near the the you're, zombie. You're probably about 15 feet away. From All right, I'll go ahead and uh, move up to the zombie. Okay. Then you can even flank him so that way. Yes, I will move up behind the zombie. Okay. We are back to our nose. Would you like to pull something else out of your uh, bag? I will do so because this zombie's turn. This foil oh, yeah. is. It's the, it is the zombie's turn. Thank you. I appreciate that. <sighs> way to go, rookie. Way to go, rook. <laughs> I think he's uh, looking I, for the zombie to nail him. Uh, on, does a 20 hit you? No. Does not. Okay, he almost hit you this time. Yeah. Can I give him the plus no two? Cigar. Oh, oh, yeah. He, he, he was also inspired. By <laughs> he really likes that classical music. He really stuff. likes that classical music. He should be de-inspired. Um, all right, so then Anos. I will pull a item out of my bag. Okay, she pulls a small candy cane, uh, red and white striped candy cane. This one appears to have been licked uh, a lot, though. It comes to a very sharp point at one end. Ooh, a candy cane shiv. Excellent. <laughs> uh, can I attack hit the uh, zombie that's you next could to me? It, or you could give it to the rogue, who's all stabby-like. Oh. Would you like a... Candy cane oh, shoe. Oh, oh yes, this is the best thing that's happened all night. <laughs> <laughs> I got a candy cane shoe. What is it? It is a dagger plus three. Plus three. Uh, I had put the uh, flail. Do I need to keep the flail out? If or? you put it back in your bags, there's only a small chance you might get it back. Well, we'll put it right next to it. Just uh, you can hand it off to somebody. 
Does somebody want a weapon? Oh. <laughs> a full cake? A full cake? A full cake. <laughs> you can use it as a doorstop. Don't worry, second chance, I need a weapon, a full cake. <laughs> All right, we're just going to put this one back in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after handing the the, uh, the the candy cane shiv off to uh, Felix, um, what what is it, what are you gonna do on your turn? Oh, we're so going to holiday shiv him. You're gonna holiday shiv him. All right. So you take a five foot step up. You are now flanking with Belda. And we got a. Is <laughs> <laughs> that God rest you, Mary gentlemen? 23, 25, 26. That for those playing the at home game. All right. So you get to. It's 1d4 for the dagger. Okay. And then, and then you get your sneak attack on top of that. Sweet. Uh, can I borrow a d4, bud? You betcha. It's sharp. Oops. <laughs> it's sharp. <laughs> it's like a Caltrops. Uh, 1d4 plus what? Plus your sneak attack. It was 3d6. Oh, 3d6. The most ancient of weapons. So that's 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yep, 15 damage is enough to finish the last zombie off. Shiv, shiv, <laughs> shiv, 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 holiday shiv, 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 holiday shiv, 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 that's awesome. Oh, the great statement. <laughs> holiday shiv, <laughs> It's All like right. a family Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. I don't want to go to your family. <laughs> So after that, um, what's uh? So the, there are three no longer undead zombies um, in front of you, and uh, Phil, grab a hold of El's El Bazaar over there. El Bezer. Well, El Bezer. Say his name. Why don't you grab the kid? Grab the kid. <laughs> Too late. Getting our plot line away. Does, so does El Bezer seem more calm now that the zombies are? Dispatched. No, he seems panicked that he was just attacked, or that, that zombies just spawned in the street, and that you guys just killed them all. He doesn't seem like he's seen a lot of combat before. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about this, Albizer. This happens to us all the time. It doesn't happen to me. Well, that's it's just because you're just here. Just unfortunately, you're here. Um, what you reading? I saw you had a bunch of books. What are you reading? No magical theory and stuff. You must be a student up at the university, or the College of Magic. I am. Yes, the College of the Arcane. So while he's doing that and calming him down, um, I want to take a look at the zombies to see if we can figure out what kind of magic was used and whether or not we think it's uh, the bad guy. So I, sure. I go ahead and give Anos me a... Uh, and say, hey, can you help me? Go ahead and give me a knowledge arcana check. What these are, and I don't sure. have that, so Anos. Do I have any <laughs> knowledge arcana? You do not have knowledge arcana. I do not have it as well. But you can still roll. Uh, actually, in Pathfinder 1.0, you cannot roll if it's not trained. Oh. Yeah, unless you're a bard. But it's too bad out. we don't have one of them. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll start talking to... Um, so you said you were studying... You, what was your case of study? And I'll let... So kind of wink at him so he can go do his thing, and I'll keep talking to... Okay, so I will roll for. <laughs> you've been, you've pronounced his name differently every time you said it. <laughs> Jeez, winning friends and influencing people. <laughs> One misspelled name at a time. Uh, so uh, I rolled a modified sixteen. All right, so yeah, you're able to tell that he's studying mostly evocation and necromancy. It appears that he's studying. Um, 
there's a, pretty much most of them. It seems these are like entry level textbooks. This guy, whoever he is, well, you know who he is, but uh, for a wizardly student, he's maybe barely starting his path. Sure. So um, you say necromancy and evocation. And evocation. And what are the other? What are the just for my evocation and for the listeners? So the other. Yeah, it's uh, really for the listeners. So 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 there's, there's eight schools of magic. There's we're on to you. Evocation, necromancy, divination, illusion, uh, abjuration, conjuration, conjuration, transmutation, and enchantment. Enchantment is the eighth one. <laughs> he's got he's got necromancy and evocation. Necromancy is the magic of life manipulation, and. Um, Evocation is the magic of energy. So fireball, sure. lightning, bolt, fireball, fall sure. under there. Fire, fire, cool. Tony, fireball, fireball. Walk away, throw the fireball spell behind you. Okay, so fireball. So I'm gonna, I've kind of got this down. I'm gonna go back to talk to the kid and just say, oh, I see you're kind of into this and talking to him a little bit. I'm like, necromancy. That seems like such a loser type of study. I, I think I those things seem pretty scary. That was made by necromancy, right? I think conjuration would be <laughs> way better. And I'm going to try to use my diplomacy to convince him that he should go to conjuration okay. and drop ne- necromancy. I want to I want to help him on his check. Okay. Go ahead and roll your diplomacy check. Hey. Oh. Net 20. Oh. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> and uh with, I'll just throw my plus 12 bonus on that. <laughs> plus 12. <laughs> so, are you going to help him? <laughs> do, you, do you need to help him? No, it's a nat 20. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you, you, you go. And this you job is done. He goes, that sounds amazing. I didn't realize you could summon things. Maybe I could summon the undead. That would be amazing. I think this is not going the right way. <laughs> That's mean... excellent. And so he grabs his books up and he seems super excited. He skips off away to the uh, oh boy, the school. Well, way my go, job so. is done here. <laughs> is, it, is it really? I have a feeling he just think, made things much, much worse. <laughs> You know, maybe quitting school is not such a bad idea. <laughs> he said that as he's like off in the distance. Go be a baker. You can make weapons. <laughs> say no to school. Do drugs. I mean, say no to drugs. Do school. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, for any kids that are listening, please do not uh, take our Be cool. Advice. Stay in school. <laughs> there you go. Drugs are not your friends. Do D&D. You'll have no money for drugs. And you'll have friends that you can't get rid of. (laughs) That live in your basement forever. (laughs) All right, so we... So I know the more you know. What that? What did that just do to the timeline? Or is can you tell if that helped or hurt? Or I don't. Out of character, I don't think I. You don't have any ability to sense the timeline. Um, You'd have to go back and talk to the the agents back at the. But I'd have to take them with me, or else it would be complicated. If you went back on your own, you might have a hard time making it back to this exact time again. That could cause... Uh, well, we'll have to wait until we get back to base to find that out. As senior agent on the scene, I think everything's fine. <laughs> so we're ready mm-hmm. to go back? I think we should just go back and have some cocoa. Ooh, we do sell cocoa at the uh, the coffee shop as well. Why, why we, are our full, we are a full-service establishment. Why don't you say that? Whatever you would like, we can make. Okay. 
We've also got booze. Now Felix is sad that he didn't get coca. <laughs> can we go? Can we, if, All you had to do was ask. Uh, so you said it was snowing when we arrived. It was snow on the ground. It wasn't actively snowing. It was not actively snowing. Yeah. Perfect. That even works better into my plan. Uh, oh, good. I want to go back to see if I can pick up the trail of the girl that was walking away. Okay. Go ahead and give me a uh, perception check to track her down. You don't want a perception, do you? I do, really? want, I do want perception. Here, I'll, I'll help him. Uh, what are you doing? You'd, you'd really you'd really rather have like a... Uh, Survival? Uh, per- performance. No. <laughs> he's going I'm going to perform. He's going to, he's going to act like he's going. <laughs> what are you doing? I'll help you out. Perception? Uh, that is a... Uh, carry the three... Six. <laughs> Kill three twice. Pathfinder. He'll figure out if you're good at math or not. All right, go ahead and uh, roll to see if you can give him a plus two or not. Yep. So you a got plus a, two. Yeah. I wanted to do the check myself. Nope. Because you said you were helping. I was trying to get him to tell me what he was doing so uh-huh. I could do the same uh-huh. thing. Oh, I should have inspired confidence on myself. I can find her. <laughs> you can do it. Well, I could still do that, couldn't I? Uh, not now. Damn it. <laughs> so you, so he goes, I know. She went this way. And he goes down an alley and gets to the end of it. He goes, nope. She didn't go that way. He comes back out and picks a different I one. I was goes, mistaken. And, and you at that point are like, I thought she went that way. Okay. And he goes a little bit further down and goes down another alley. At which point you guys are like. She's uh, gone. It's gone. Yeah. All right. So... We don't know if we if we stopped where we were supposed to stop. The three thugs were coming after. So who was the guy on the roof? Was you think that was um, Elzabar, the future Elzabar? I think, think time travel now. Elbezer. Elbezer. Yes, thank you. While you guys was, are talking, uh, Anos gets out her ball of yarn. <laughs> it's a Christmas striped kind of sparkly ball of I think yarn. It was Jacob she Hawthorne. is happy. You think Jacob Hawthorne turned into un- undead? Yeah, I think he was trying to kill him, right? Well, yeah, so the three thugs were from Hawthorne, tried to kill them. Then Elzevar from the future came back, killed those guys, made them undead because he's a necromancer dude. Right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Unless uh, Elbezer knows about us now from the future. No, I don't think he does. I think he just killed the three that were going to try to attack him. There's no way he knows who you are since you totally just introduced yourselves to him. Well, so stealthy. We actually <laughs> didn't introduce ourselves, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, no, but you, you definitely made your presence known to him. Yeah. Isn't that so, what we're not supposed to do? Yeah, that's exactly what you were not supposed to do. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to go see if we can track down Elbezer. Okay. The, the, the young Elbezer? The young, young Elbezer. Okay. So he's happily skipping back towards the uh, magic school. Okay. So uh, he's made it a ways because you spend a good amount of time looking for the girl. Right. So let's we'll catch up to him. So, so you're going to try to convince him that conjuration really wasn't a good idea? <laughs> I put my yarn back in my bag. No, it's a different track. I've got a different track now. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else I have in my bags. So can I catch up? Can I, if I hurry, can I catch up with him? Or if I kind of... You, yeah, if you hustle, you can get at least up to the front gates where the guards of the uh, the magic school are, and you can see them just inside the gates. Okay, so I'm just going so to pass through the gates. The guard goes, can I help you? Yeah, I'm just catching up with Mr. Albezer here. You know Albezer, right? Can I see your student ID? Yep, and I just show my uh, Blockbuster movie card. <laughs> the Blockbuster membership movie card. <laughs> he looks at you and goes, oh boy. I try to bluff him. 
right. for those kids that are out here watching or listening, have your parents explain to what a uh, blockbuster is. Uh, that's a modified oh, 18. Modified 18. He goes, he goes uh, they change them all the time. <laughs> so what did I pull out of my pack? You pulled out... So a blockbuster I, membership movie card. <laughs> pair of, Your blockbuster. You, you pair, pull out three chestnuts. Oh. Do I pull out the cracker to this? Nope. Can I reach around my bag and try and find the nutcracker for Put that? you the fruitcake? Sure. You crack with the fruitcake. Those are pretty hard. <laughs> and we still put the fruitcake away in, in the saddlebags. Oh. No. So I try and pull out a the... Spot. So, you, so you reach in and then you pull out a small, like probably three inch tall nutcracker. The ah, there it is. The are like really big by comparison. Oh, this will be work perfectly. She hits the top of it and it... And sets it down the ground. Yep. And it grows to about human height. Uh-huh. And it walks forward on its own. Opens its mouth. Put the chestnuts in. It closes its mouth and cracks them. Ah, Excellent. I love these gadgets. <laughs> so, do the chestnuts do something? Is it like a? They're chestnuts. You eat them after you roast them. Would you like a chestnut on an open fire? They're actually roasted, aren't they? Yeah, they're roasted. Pre-roasted. Chestnuts. No. In oil. You, they're roasted in oil. You just made something grow out of the ground just to crack a chestnut. It goes back to its original size. I can put it back in the backpack if it's not. Does it look like a toy soldier crack, nutcracker? <laughs> it's like a toy soldier golem thing. Yeah. <laughs> And it's he's a, human it's a toy size. golem. He's human size. Human size. And did they? Did she do this in front of the guards? Yeah. And the guards are like, oh well. This is also a magic school. Oh, that's true. She bops him on the head and puts him back in her he bag. He shrinks back down to about three inches tall, and she puts the the soldier back in her bag. Just I'm with her. I'm with her, guys. We're going over. Over there. I will take a chestnut. No one else spoiled. I'll have a chestnut. I'll have a chestnut. I gotta chase down the old beezer first. I I know. You you get a mental, like, notification in your head. Uh Uh-huh. That you guys have been in this time now for about 10 or 15 minutes. um, And you guys have to return in another 15 minutes or possible timeline damage could occur. Okay. Uh, Can I set a... would it be actual time, 15 minutes, or is there a no, time? No, no, it's it's game time, so it's not like, so it's probably going to be like, you know, only a couple minutes of actual role-playing time. Okay. So, essentially you're about to run out of time before timeline damage occurs, and he just has to send out people to take care of you. Um, guys, how about we wrap up our visit to our friend pretty quickly, or uh, we're going to get in trouble with the headmaster? Trouble's not a big bad thing, right? I mean, it's just a report, right? No, they will uh, send uh, people out to um, eliminate us. What's with you guys in the eliminating? You're messing with time, man. I found out later. Oh, later. Yeah, you don't mess we'll with time. Later. <laughs> you, you don't mess so, with time. So you, you you barely catch up to Elbezer before he gets in the building. Yeah, I'm like, hey, dude, dude, I gotta talk to you. What about one other thing? What? That, that I, girl. That, I, I, you gave me an idea. I absolutely I really need to study. Don't you want now. the girl? She blew me off, man. I can I can give you some tips. This is the way. This all right, all right. What, what, would you like a chestnut? I would love a chestnut. <laughs> They're freshly cracked. So you take the chestnut. I'm like, Those are really good. They roast them. You know who else would really like chestnuts? Oh. Your friend. 
Oh, girl. here, you can have some chestnuts. He hands them. Not Phil, or not not him. Oh, oh your name's Phil? Yep, I'm okay. Phil. Phil Connors. Hi, Phil. How are you? Good. He knows who we are. Run! <laughs> as as Belfast turns and sprints away. <laughs> hey, you dummy, get back here. <laughs> um... So what were, what were you gonna say, Phil? I'm gonna say that uh, you gotta you gotta woo. You can't be like freaking around with things. You gotta gotta give her the attention that she deserves. Give her chestnuts. Or this beverages. is a PG oh, this is a PG thirteen cup. No, oh, never mind. <laughs> Kids, you'll get it one day and say, look back on this and go. Oh, oh. I remember when that guy. So he goes. Okay, well, I'll, just trying to try to try to convince her that he needs to think less about his to like, you know, blow off studies a little bit more. Hang out with the girl. It's it'll be fine. It kind At of, this point, you you uh, Anos gets the sense of the time is now. Uh, guys, I feel yep. that uh, we should let our uh, our new friend um, go back to his. Should I try uh, to? Uh, Contemplation of the not studyingness of his life. We really should be going, or so else we're going go to be late. Go ahead and give late. me a diplomacy check, really quick. Oh, perfect. Sixteen. Twenty-six. Okay, so you give him a plus two. Yep. All right, so eighteen overall. He goes, okay, well I'll give it a shot, and then I know kind of grabs all you guys, and you disappear. Remember my head. Well, this went well. <laughs> I think it went swimmingly. <laughs> Anybody for a hot coffee or no. hot chocolate? Cocoa, with a little bit of kick. With a little bit of a, you know, your little peppermint. Uh, peppermint exactly. from your 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 swizzle stick dagger. <laughs> right. Well, like, it's not actually. It's not actually made out of. Is it actually made out of peppermint? Yep. <laughs> well, I don't want to mess up my peppermint shit, man. That thing was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It just got zombie. Though. It's got zombie blood on it. You know. I know, right? Ew. You want to drink that? <laughs> we so, do have uh, adult beverages in the back of our in the coffee shop. Sweet. We'll spike our cocoa. You get you get back and uh, you're just outside of the office and uh, agents Marley and Lance are in the room and they go, "Oh, you're back. How how did it go? Perfectly." So everything's fixed. Everything is different than it was. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything happen awry? I need to go get coffee now. Okay, bye. <laughs> and um, leaves. And she just hops off. So we think Jacob showed up, kind of sent, really? some, sent some thugs out. Okay. To to take we out were expecting talk. him to send uh, anywhere between three to five individuals to go and attack Elbezer. So yeah, there was like 12 them. of them. We took care of those guys pretty quick. Wow, that's way more than we were expecting. Yeah, you know, but yeah, that's how that's how we roll. The, uh, problem, the problem is that someone else took care of them before we could. Someone, we, I think it's actually um, Elzebar's future self. He you mean Elbezer? Yeah, Elbezer, that dude. Um, and turned him into zombies and we had to take the zombies out. Oh, he killed the... Uh... The cre- the people who were going to attack the young Elbezer? He had yeah he had a well he did they just killed three of them we took care of the other ones anyway um, they they turned into zombies and we took care of them but he had a blue crystal does that mean anything to you well Agent Marley goes oh no well it was a blue yes did you need something no sorry no not not on those thank you though uh, 
No. She had just popped out of nowhere. <laughs> it disappears again. <laughs> he goes, um, no, I, if blue crystal appears to be, it's some sort of a blue crystal in structure that is what's giving Jacob's uh, people the ability to travel back. But if someone else went there and took out those that were, that Jacob had sent, and he just kind of like goes silent and sits down and kind of puts his hand over his mouth and goes, oh no. Yes? Did you need something? No, no. I'm fine. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> he, uh... There's a chance that in the future timeline, Elbezer either defeated or stole the time travel of technology or magic or... As far as, far as we can tell, it seems to be some sort of magic, but if Elbezer stole it from Hawthorne, then... Elbezer could be traveling around the time as well and causing even more disruption than Hawthorne ever could have. If he's using the blue crystal that much, can you track it? Well, it's not a badge. But it's still a lot of disruptions. There's no badge. Oh, we forgot the badge. We were going to plant a planet badge oh, on us. Oh, you completely forgot. I'll have to try it next time. <laughs> well, there's another option. Well, you killed all the guys that you were with. But we were with Elbezer. Yeah, we could have planted on Elbezer. Well, we know where he's going. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, here's another option. We can't go back to the previous timeline because if you run into yourselves, essentially time itself will cease to exist. So... What we can do, however, is we can find the present day Elbezer. And before he makes the change into becoming a lich, if we can convince him to change his ways, um, we might be able to convince him to stop his current path. So, so how old would Elbezer be now? Would he be a geezer? Daddy he drinks because you. Shady, he'd be an Ebenezer skeezer. Daddy drinks because you cry. Elbezer. <laughs> wow. What kind of parenting is that? Terrible. And again, kids. Terrible at the answer to that one. Do not listen to us. Yes, we are. We are all bad influences here. Um, but no. Uh, I bought. What, what was your question? <laughs> so Hugh, Hugh had the crystal. Uh, no, Elbezer had the crystal. So it's not a blue crystal without Hugh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it, it going to be a blue Christmas? <laughs> All right, this episode's going downhill fast. All right. Anyway, um, we have to go to present time to find him. You have to go to the current time to find him. How are you going to convince somebody not to become a lich? Well, Geezer Elbezer. <laughs> so Elbezer, he's in his... He's in his by our estimation, somewhere in his fifties at this point in time. Geezer. He's wor- he's working uh, as an advisor to the king. Um, in in but a few years from the present time, he should he will likely be conducting the ritual that turns him into a lich. Uh, but at this point, there's a chance that his perspective might be able to be changed. So if you go now, there, um, change his mind. If you can't change his mind. 
bring him back here, and perhaps we can show him his future. Okay. Uh, since he's no longer studying necromancy, would he still become a lich? We're not sure if he's still going to be doing I was pretty convincing. Well, we don't know until we... The, the, the ripples you make in time take a while to reach their destination. So right, if you change the past, tell me you didn't try to change the past. I did not do such a thing. That would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm an amateur or a rookie? These are your rookies right here. <laughs> you have to roll a, roll a Sensimoto chick. <laughs> oh, no. They don't have to roll. <laughs> they don't have to roll. Yes. <laughs> if you change the past... It takes a while before the, the ripples of that stretch across to actually affect what, the way the future turns out. So as of right now, he still is turning into a lich. If what you change is going to change that, then we may see and it may be that it, things are better or they could be tragically worse. This is also why we don't mess with time. I think we'll be fine. This is, we talked about this on your last mission. This is your, this is your big chance to take, a, take some rookies out there and show them the ropes. Don't, don't screw it up like last time. Remember what happened to your partner? Don't bring up Van, Agent Van Damme. Yeah, he, he might have been a time cop. <laughs> All right. Well, so at this point... Um, you guys prepared to travel? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got new costumes, we got new gadgets. You have to summon her. To the DeLorean. Anos? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they're ready to uh, to travel. I think this time they're going to the present. Uh, am I the correct one? Are you, is this the, 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 the right one, did the one with the uh, blue vest show up? No, but is it the... Would that be the same one that would go through Probably. the correct time? Yeah, he would have summoned the correct one. Okay. I'm present! Are you guys ready to do this? I'm fortified with coffee now. Uh, I needed a lot of extra coffee. So much coffee. <laughs> do you got more things in your bag? Yep, I am all ready to go. And you see that her bags are now Christmas stockings. <laughs> In the shape of big Christmas stockings. Excellent. Nice. I got my shit. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's let's giddy up. All right. As everyone puts their hands on on those, they oh, watch the wings, please. They all disappear in a puff of blue smoke and a nice pleasant ding. And we will end today's episode there, and we'll see where they get to next time in the present. Thank you for joining us for Paper, Pencil, Dice Podcast, a tabletop role-playing podcast.